and back and forth. We can jump through the wormhole anywhere we want to go. I actually don't believe in death. I believe in time travel. Strong. Interesting. Yeah. So that's I, the jumping off point when you die? Oh, yeah. Well, when you die, it's just time travel. I actually believe that you died a number of times. You've just time traveled out of that moment. Like I was in a car crossing through McDill in Florida when I was like, we were kids. I was probably 21. And we were hammered. This girl was driving. She was younger. And she f- spun out. The car spun. Yeah. Like, dodge a car spun yeah. and then righted itself and kept going straight. And I was oh, like, yeah. that's fucking time travel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I died that day and I time traveled out of that moment. Tearing down the house, and George, my oldest, is like, they, they're supposed to move out of the room. And she goes, "Can you just give me one more night with this room?" Right. And my oh, wife's, fuck. my wife's like, "No, we need to get out of it today. They're demoing it tomorrow." And in my head, I'm like, "It's our money. We're paying fucking." You sure. Know? Like, and I, I go. She goes, "You go talk to her." And I go into a room, and George is just like holding it together. I can tell when George is about to cry. She's holding it together, holding it together, and she just goes. This is my childhood. That sticker I put in the day we moved in, and they'll tear it down, and I'll never have that moment again. Oh. And she's like, I don't want to grow up, Daddy. And then hugs me, and I'm just sitting on her bed, holding it in, holding it in. Yeah. And then she just looks at me, and she goes, you can cry, Daddy. And I'm fucking, <laughs> oh, like, sobbing. My wife opens the door, and is like, uh, shuts it. <laughs> oh, Word. And it's yeah. you, which, I mean, you're a major guy. <laughs> well, they're not really... Uh, uh, treating me that's but you that are, but look, I mean, you are. Let's, let's just say I used to be don't Artie. Have a chair. No, I, you, I you used to be. Are. You still are. <laughs> I used I'll to say, be. I don't, I'll say, even, I'll I don't have a fucking you. chair. I'll say it for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you deserve a chair. But <laughs> <laughs> I do have a good story. So I picked up my daughter from school a while uh, while back. She at the time she's only like three. Okay, yeah. with her t- with her giant backpack and yeah. you know, and all of a sudden she gets into this uh, whole thing of uh, daddy uh, trees die right. Yep. Uh, cats die, right? Yep. And she's just listing everything that dies. And then she goes, but people don't die, right, Daddy? And I'm just, I just start, you know, bawling at that one. Yeah. Just because of the innocence of that whole thing. What'd she, you uh, tell her? I, I'm, I, I, of course you say, yeah, people don't die. <laughs> she <laughs> you lie to you them. You ruined the whole day at three. You lie to them and tell them they you go to the hospital. To. That's it. As far as Ellen DeGeneres being like Richard Pryor, because she danced <laughs> We used to hate her. The, t- the tapes are there. Pick up the fucking tapes. We not. This is an illusion. Sometimes I think I'm in a fucking dream world. I think sometimes I think I stand myself and died, and I woke up in a world where Howard Stern likes Ellen DeGeneres is dancing. I woke up in a world where the Yankees suck, the Mets are good, and Howard going. Stern loves Ellen DeGeneres. Keep going. Keep going. Come on. Yeah, pushing the Rossi. Again, she's like a you know she's had her face buried in that pussy for fucking seven years. I'd be in a daze too. She's like, <laughs> she's like a surrogate for her, uh, and, and he has her on the show and kisses her ass. He said he looks forward to the mm. dancing. Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. What'd she do? Yep. Ever my sisters and Amy are all really good friends, and so when we'd go out of town, we'd call Amy and say, "Hey, our house is available if you want to take meetings or something." This is when she was just broke. Right. We had a hamster that needed shots, so we're gone for like a month, and uh, we get back, and <laughs> the hamster's in the cage. But there's a note on top of the cage just wrote, hamster's dead. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she, she, 
I think she gave it a shot and did it in its spine and killed it. <laughs> she killed your hamster? Ham, hamster dead. That's all it says. The girls can't read. They're too oh young. Oh, my God. Hamster dead. So Where we, was the hamster? It's just in the cage. Oh, my God. She's a terrible she, person. Yeah, she goes, hamster dead. So my daughters are almost like, they're like flippant. Yeah. They're like, yeah, not a big deal. Right. And uh, they're making jokes, and come on, we're burying princess. And they're like, it'll be fine. We'll see it again. Right. And Leanne's like, no, the hamster died, girls. And they're like, what does that mean? And they're like, died. Like, do you remember your, fri- your fish? You remember how your fish died? And they're like, no, 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 no. Our fish is at the hospital with, with grandma. And they're like, oh, <laughs> grandma's dead, too. And they're like, <laughs> grandma's dead? Hold on, what's dead? Like, you'll never see it again. And they're like, wait, 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 wait. Pop-Up is at the hospital with grandma. And they're like, yeah, Pop-Up's dead, too. Oh, my God. And in it, one moment, it piled it all on everyone realized that they're fucking, that what death was. And I, I'm just sitting there going, fucking Schumer. She couldn't have just given this thing the shot the proper way. Nobody, nobody can make that much of a pivot on how they feel about Ellen DeGeneres' dancing. Mm. I mean, we used to we used to say what it was. This is horrible. Yeah. Housewives wouldn't laugh at this. Yeah. She's clearly like, you know, she's duping the world. Yeah. And now he says he looks forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> who, who was, Are you joke, fucking kidding me? <laughs> whose joke was it that uh, I used to love because it might have been him or you that said uh, uh, zoom in on her face, she looks just like uh, Owen Wilson. <laughs> There's an uncanny yeah, similarity. If and was, that's I, from their show somewhere. Look, sure, if it was me, I said flip <laughs> but like when you guys were talking about dead animals i completely forgot that i did this when i was i was like eighth maybe nine and my cousin who lived downstairs her rabbit died okay so my aunt wrapped the rabbit up and told me she was like can you go put the rabbit in the garbage can outside don't let your cousin elena see it she's gonna come you know she's gonna come home and i don't want her you know just do that. Do me a favor. Put the rabbit in the garbage can. So I was like, okay. So I went to go put it in the garbage can. And then this is the thought I had. I was like, you know what, though? This was my cousin Elena's rabbit. I feel like she should say goodbye to it. So, oh my, my Aunt Eileen. <laughs> oh, no. no. This is what I did. This is seriously what I did. This is what I really This is what I really did. My Aunt Eileen went out somewhere. So I kept the rabbit in the corner. Yeah. And then I put it under my cousin Elena's pillow. The dead dead rabbit racked up in four stop and shop bags. So she went to bed that night and like, you know, tried to get comfortable and the fucking dead rabbit was under her pillow. Like the godfather. Yeah. She wakes up next and all the blood's all over. Yeah. Yeah, she was like, what? What? You know, my and I, they woke me up out of bed. They were like screaming at me. I was like, I was just trying to do something nice. And my mother's like, you put a dead animal underneath your cousin's pillow? And then I remember the next day, like her talking to my dad. My dad came to pick me up and they were talking about how they think I need to go see a child psychologist. <laughs> but I didn't. She came out at the right time. Yeah. You know, like uh, that show was terrible. I said she doesn't even really want to dance either. But being it's a lesbian, she figured out this bit where she gets to rub up against the women every day. <laughs> At work. That's your angle. That was my <laughs> angle. You're yes, right. of course it was. That's, like, a, that's a good point. Because she's a stand-up comic, so there's no way in the end okay, she actually right. likes dancing yeah. for hey, people. Yeah. Megan Fox is on today. <laughs> right, right. We're going to make the dancing longer. Right. So she's got... <laughs> 
See, there all she right, goes. All right, I like this. A little gauntlet. Pick up right. the uh, pick up the the, the documentary. Uh, uh, Let's spend the night together. The Rolling Stones, nineteen eighty one. Bill Wyman plays the bass. All he does is look for pussy. That's yeah. all he does. Yeah. Think, what we got shattered? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even playing tonight. He's lighting a cigarette <laughs> and just looking for for fucking pussy. That's what she probably. That's what she's doing. Like, hey, you, hey, come on back, please. That's true. I never noticed that. I had an iguana in college named Hil- uh, Wilbury. After the traveling Wilburys, nice. I got it a freshman year. My second sophomore year, second no, first junior year. We're living in this house. We have dogs, and apparently, my but my buddy's dog got a hold of the iguana and killed it. My oh, buddy fuck. Obi just put it back in the cage and didn't say anything. <laughs> and so I come in and I feel like I've killed it, and I'm like fucking really upset. I'm like, God damn, I have this. I've had this pet for like four years, right? So I, I'm like, uh, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bury it. I'm just gonna cremate it. <laughs> Cremated iguana at college? I had no clue how hot you have to make it <laughs> to cremate it. I just rolled it up in newspaper. Oh my like God. a joint. Giant joint. And put it in the fireplace and lit it on fire. And I just sat there and I was like, there we go. And then all of a sudden, the paper just kind of goes away. <laughs> and you see, you see this disfigured iguana. Its lips had curled up. Its fingers had curled back. Its tail was real tight. And it's like, b- b- like b- fluids bubbling out of it. I'm just going, oh, this is bad. And so I try to build a fire and it just won't burn. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I need to break it into smaller pieces. <laughs> I fucking disfigured this animal that I love so bad that I had to bury it. <laughs> and I'm like, why did I just bury it in the first place? <laughs> Smaller pieces. I just got a shovel. I'm like, I'll cut it up and then I'll, I'll pile, like, I need yeah. to get the fluid out of it. I gotta yeah. open it up. I just disfigured this animal so bad. This is your beloved. Oh, oh, I had this thing for my freshman year. Oh, I've taken out and it would sit on my shoulder. And, oh, yeah, right. we well, that much. Ice T went from saying kill the cops to playing a cop on TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about, you know Mike Cannon, right? He's been on the show. Oh, a yeah, couple sure. Times. He, one time he said that he was having a party right and they, he was getting his parents were on vacation so he had all these people come over and they were you know putting beer in the dog bowl getting it high whatever wakes up the next morning dog is dead dog is completely dead like family pet so he's like oh shit he's like what am i gonna do what am i gonna do so his parents all of a sudden come home they come home like early he's like what the fuck he carries the dog outside puts it up next to the tree and backs the car up into the dog <laughs> <laughs> to tell to tell his dad to try to make it look like he accidentally killed the dog and he backed up twice to do it twice and listen to this his dad was watching him back the car up into the dog the whole time from the window and his dad comes around he's like what the fuck are you doing to the dog and he was like I hit it with the car he's like no you didn't I saw you lay the dead dog and run it over twice and then he got sent to military school for a year for a whole year he got sent to military school he backed up into his dog. dog twice because he killed it with weed and beer oh, the night God. before. Oh, Fucking lunatic, oh. right? So when he fell and became a quadriplegic, he fell off a roof. We had uh, lawyers came around to sue people right. because if you fall off a ladder, you sue the ladder company. You have right, millions right. of dollars. So this lawyer comes around and he goes, all right, we're going to sue the ladder company because you fell off a house that has no homeowner's return. So when he said that, I said to my dad, I said, should you tell him or me? I went up to the lawyer. I said, he stole the ladder. 
<laughs> and the guy said, what? He goes, I said, the ladder says Bell Atlantic on it. <laughs> My father was driving by a, a, a Sears warehouse, and he needed a new ladder. So he sees uh, – he's a kleptomaniac from Newark, my father. He sees a ladder uh, next to a bell truck. He goes quietly, takes it like it's his ladder, and puts it on his uh, yeah. van. And that was the ladder he fell off of. Right. He had to put that ladder on a picnic table because it wasn't tall enough. Yeah. So the lawyer hears that, and he goes, excuse me? I said, he, he stole the ladder. He calmly put his notes back together and he said, I wish you guys luck. <laughs> <laughs> that means you're a fan of the ST uh, speech impediment. What's that? He's got a speech impediment? <laughs> what, what was the one song? World on a String? I got the world on a string. string. Shut up. I'll oh, find the song. when you hear it, Bert, you'll never unhear it. I've got the world on a string. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll never unhear that. Oh. You should have taken a selfie with him. (laughs) Hey, real quick, Bublé, you mind if we take a selfie? (laughs) Are you from Barcelona? (laughs) Is that your your polyester? (laughs) There's your boy, Chris. That's my fucking boy. He would ask me to kill him every day. Uh, and because uh, he was in hell, and I said, "That well, uh, you thinking this through? What about me?" Right, <laughs> right. I got to live with this. So yeah. you're in hell for whatever the fuck you did, and I'm in the I'm in Trenton State. <laughs> How is that helping the family? That can't be real. He can sing anything. How about you avoid singing thing? I got the world on a piece of rope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A little piece of yarn. <laughs> when I got processed, the first time I got arrested for coke in, in L.A., I was in L.A. County Jail. I was handcuffed next to a Mexican kid who was a Mexican gang member. And, um, his entire back was had one tattoo on it. It covered his back of Speedy Gonzalez, the cartoon character. And I, it, was, it was great work. I said, where'd you get that done? He goes, I'll give you the number, man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was stabbed in his ankle. And he had a hit out on him, supposedly. And I said, I hope this guy's a good shot. You know, uh, I'm right next to you. This 20-year-old Mexican kid, Chicano kid, goes, looks at me and goes, you're on Mad TV. <laughs> <laughs> and I did a sketch where I play a black woman, and the, the catchphrase was, don't make me break my foot off in your head. <laughs> he starts yelling it. <laughs> don't make me break my foot off in your head. <laughs> yeah. There was I, a study that came out that said people could live to 115 today. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. That's that's. Uh, where did you find yeah. that? No, I, I found it on my show prep stuff. So that's pretty good because I plan on the uh, did you retiring find that on the website. Who gives a fuck dot com? <laughs> no. Well, no, I got into it when I was seventeen. Like uh, I had to get like pried out of a car. I got right. destroyed in a car. I didn't get hurt actually, but I, my grandpa had died a, a year before, and he had this very specific smell. <laughs> my grandpa, like he just was one of those guys, right. you know, like. But it was his smell. It was like every, and we would talk about it constantly. But like, oh, that's pops smell. Yeah, pops, pops, pops. You know, we smell you coming. It was a joke amongst our family. And when I got into that accident, the firemen said they were like, when you when we showed up to this, we fully expected you were dead inside this car. So they pull me out. And I swear, as soon as the car hit and the airbag deployed, that smell of my grandpa was everywhere. It was on my clothes. Get oh, it was shut it was on every. Fucking why one of these? To the point of where my mom, you know, of course, rushes to the scene. I didn't go to even go to the hospital. Yeah. But she said, you smell just like Poppy. You smell just like Poppy. Come and I was on. like, I know. I was like, I think it's the airbag stuff. Right. And then as time went by, I was like, that was him protecting me because the fireman, because you're in the moment, you don't even know. But the fireman said, he's like, we thought we were guaranteed you were dead. <laughs> it turns out his, his grandfather just worked at an airbag department. <laughs> 
I just made airbags. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the NBA's motto is stay in school. And uh, I said, they're hypocrites. You know, if the NBA wanted to promote staying in school at the All-Star Game instead of a slam dunk contest, you should hold a spelling bee for the players. <laughs> you know, it'd be more entertaining. I said, what would be more entertaining? A basketball player dunking again or, or Dennis Robin trying to spell receipt? <laughs> Good joke. <laughs> or, or Wednesday. And one of those tricky words. <laughs> one of those tricky words like Wednesday. Yeah, separate. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, saw, I saw the Oasis documentary there, Matt. Very good job, sir. Thank you so much. I didn't even realize there was a third brother until I saw Oasis Supersonic, which is out tomorrow. Uh, because the third Gallagher brother is kind of like the third uh, Manning brother. <laughs> yeah, it's Cooper Manning. <laughs> Do you understand he's, that he's, reference? He's a very cool guy. I yeah. wish we could have had him in the film more. He's I'm very, sure he's a very nice smart. guy. I guess he knows them better than anyone else. <laughs> very, I wish I could have had him in the film more. <laughs> How about you write a song as good as Champagne Supernova yeah. and he would have got more time was, in the movie? He was too busy selling real estate while his <laughs> right. brothers are fucking mean? drowning in pussy <laughs> and millionaires. You, what do you mean you wish you could have had him in the movie more? <laughs> are you kidding me? Uh, he has nothing to do. We as the fans want to hear about right, all right. his fucking yeah, times we, he went to the supermarket while his fucking brother brothers were getting blowjobs. <laughs> yeah, what a, yeah, He must have hated uh, Thanksgiving oh. dinner. You got Liam and Noel Gallagher talking about playing in front of hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> and he's talking about yeah, a, a, house he, <laughs> a house he might have sold. He's talking it. about his minivan. <laughs> right. Uh, sorry. Sorry. We got a little excited there, Matt. Uh, oh, and he's fat. That's quite all right. <laughs> Is that the brother in the middle? Well, wouldn't you be fat if your oh two brothers God. were so famous? Of course you'd he looks be like fat. looks like Susan Boyle. The right. Do you think the third brother tries to stay friends with the both of them so maybe he can get written into their wills? That's a great question. Well, I would if I were him. Yeah, does yeah, he? Hell yeah. Does the brother that no one knows about in the entire world... Uh, <laughs> does, does, <laughs> oh, I, I can't believe you're saying this. I, I'm making a film about him as we speak. The financials are going to get very nervous. What is you the know? movie going to be called? Uh, Paul Gallagher, No One Cares? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is, he might be listening to this. No, Paul, uh, if you're Paul, listening, we we're just fucking you, around, man. I, I can argue I was funnier on Heroin. When I, when I fell asleep, I was funnier. Right. My, my favorite thing I ever did on that show... I might have told you this. Kathy Griffin came in <laughs> yes. yeah. and said she was uh, you know, telling her mother that she won an Emmy and it was all sentimental and you just hear me snoring. It's just so great. Goes right said, out on the, just head down drooling. Oh, I know. She's going, and you know, my mother always wanted me to win an Emmy, Howard. And I told her, Mom, I'm nominated for an Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the best. I've never done anything funnier than that. <laughs> That's great. It's just the best. You know. and it's uh, Pat brought in his sister's breast milk. Okay. And then, and then we made homemade ice cream. <laughs> Ew. That's awesome. A lovely vanilla flavor. Ugh. I take a big scoop and I put it in my mouth. And at first, it's like, wow, this is really good. <laughs> <laughs> then the gamey uh, taste kicks in. At first, though, it tastes like any vanilla ice cream you would get at the supermarket. And then the uh, the aftertaste kicks in. It's and like rotting Boy, cantaloupe. is it rough. It's like rotting armpits. <laughs> really? How, how brutal is Kathy Griffin without makeup? I saw her once, so let me tell you. I'd fuck either one of you guys before. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I can second that. You've seen her without makeup? Yes. At the Brooklyn Diner. Look how much she goes up with the makeup. Yeah. That's magic. That is, that, of course that's magic. That's, that's amazing. She goes from David The, the person that did the makeup should get the Emmy. I've been hanging out at a gay bar all weekend. Why? It's my favorite place. Why? It's called East of Eighth. Yeah. It's right by Gotham. Yeah. And I just, and it's like a little quaint gay bar. Why is it your favorite place? Oh, it's just the best. It's, 
Like they maybe like have eight dudes and they're all like older, like sixty year old queens, yeah. like just you know, like the real cool dudes. And then that's it, that's it. And then I just tell everyone from my show, go to East of Eight, that we're gonna go drink there, and we pack it out, which was <laughs> meatheads. And they're like, this is, and then they play great music, and and then you see like all my bro fans yeah. start dancing, right. and the gay guys are doing shots with us. Oh, so basically you found a, a cool bar that doesn't have a lot of people in it, and you <laughs> and you figured out how to just take it over. <laughs> I just decided to call it gay because, like, some of the dudes are gay. It might not even be a gay bar. <laughs> you just fucked up this guy's business. This guy's like, it's not a gay bar, man. We're a restaurant. <laughs> this, guy, this guy has a good thing going. He just blew up his Do they spot. really have food there? Coach Stern, he came into Stern once. He said that him and Carmen Electra, she would put a strap on and oh, fuck him. Oh, no. No. And I, I said, Dennis, you're using that equipment wrong. <laughs> Carmen Electra, he a strap on. And then he caught himself going, oh, no, I don't do that. I'm like, no, you do No, you <laughs> you should put your strap on. Too late, right? Who looks at Carmen Electra and goes, strap on? Yeah, no. Get not. a fake, get a fake dick around you. <laughs> Let's get a fake cock on you immediately. <laughs> That's what you're missing. You are hot. Let's get a fake dick on you. Pronto. What's going on, Ed? His wife is hot. He's banging. Hey, man, I, I, I definitely like to give a look when the ladies are breastfeeding. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I found out you shouldn't make comments. My buddy's wife uh, pulled it out the other day, at, like a kid's party, mm. and I, I really didn't mean to, but I was like, nice. And I just got stared at. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't. Uh, you can't say anything. You got to make sure you're not noticing. If I lost my virginity. It was a fucking nightmare. What happened? How'd you lose yours? Oh, who was he? <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, I I wrote about it in my book, but I it oh. I uh, I didn't I didn't put the condom on properly. Yeah. So the first time I put it on. Like I went and I just unrolled it all the way. I was yeah. like, "That's too big," and so I rolled it up a little bit more. But then I went to slide it over like a sock, oh, and it just yeah. inflated. Oh, yeah, because the air got right. pushed right in. Yeah. yeah, so I kept trying to squeeze it out like I'm making balloon animals at the bottom of the fucking bed. Right. So then I throw it away. I get another one. I put it on, and literally not even fucking around. Real time. I'm on top of her. This is real time. One, two, and I'm. Done. I'm done. And, and, and it just caught me off guard. You're like, yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, fuck, you. that was amazing. And then I realized, oh, shit, she probably ha- hasn't. Did he go into make-believe uh, mode? I looked at her. She goes, are you going to put it in? I looked, <laughs> I looked oh my down. My oh. dick is between her butt cheek and the bed. Oh I didn't even God. fuck her. I just <laughs> fucked the bed. Oh, my God. So you didn't, you didn't and, officially lose your virginity. And that's when I went into make-believe mode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's okay. start this up. Let's start this up. Okay. A woman cop was in charge of putting me in a cell. A woman cop did jumpy don't like me. Uh, I need a male cop. You know. Why? Uh, because they all, f- they're Stern fans. You know, it's nah. like, I, 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 you know how many times I've been pulled over since I've been on Howard? Like, guys go, do you know you were doing 90 and a 35? Arnie! <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they have books in their car in case they pull me over. <laughs> I have your book in my car. Like, you have the book? Right. <laughs> like, in, in case I pull you over. Right. I knew it was going to pull you over eventually. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then I think I turned him off because I said the N word in front of him. So. Oh, uh, well, why would you do that? <laughs> well, I was, I was you doing an impression. It? I was doing I was doing an impression of a black guy talking to me about him, right. and the black guy used the N word, and I was drunk, and then I was like, "Man, I was like, man, this, this dude right here, 
<laughs> you did a yacht ride. It was a whole, and it was, and he, he, you could see his face change. And he was like, God, this guy's just dropping an N bomb in front of me. Were, were you trying to take your relationship to the next level? I wanted to be my, I wanted to be friends with him. Oh, you flew it with the N word. Oh, I was like, so many things are blown by the N word. <sighs> things are going well, and then you throw that out there, and fuck. Well, it's in, in context, sometimes it's imperative. Like, yeah. it, when you, cause, you can say that, right, Lewis. I agree. We like, got we got one in the we got one in the studio. <laughs> we caught one. <laughs> this is one of the, the worst things that's ever happened. To me. Very disturbing. If you, I had a cellmate, and he was a very uh, very large uh, of Hispanic descent. Uh, I think a Puerto Rican gentleman, and he was about three hundred pounds. There's one toilet, and it's right next to the bunks, you know. And uh, uh, I somehow fell asleep. Because I still had some heroin in me, and uh, I, I fell asleep, thank God, because it was a living hell. I wake up about four in the morning, and there's something on my, there's something resting on my forehead, and I thought it was like a tumor or something. I don't know what it was. I grab it. This guy is taking, oh a, shit, is taking a shit, and his knee, while he's taking a shit, is resting on my forehead. I'm going to repeat that. Is this really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. The guy's knee, while he's taking a shit, is, is resting, resting on your forehead. On my forehead. That's... And he was very comfortable. Right. Like he had a red mark. It must have been an hour, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what do you do in a reading, situation like reading, that? Reading a magazine, I say, excuse me. <laughs> right. Of course. Here's what I do. Well, you keep your head stable. <laughs> keep your head stable. Yeah, 300 pounds of the ring. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. <laughs> your knee seems to be on my forehead while you're moving your bow. <laughs> and it stunk like I can't, I'm trying. Oh, to, I'm trying oh, to describe. Just the thought. And then what happened was about five seconds into it, like he released. He let it go, and I felt his knee jiggle on my forehead, and I didn't know how to defuse the situation. Yeah, I like I didn't know, like I didn't say anything for a long time. Right, I was frozen, and he, he was just like very, I think he saw my eyes. I was awake, and he didn't care. Right, uh, and uh, you know. I, I just said, are you through? Everything all right? <laughs> I guess, are you, are you done? <laughs> and I, and wet nap. What else can you do he in that situation? Nap. He looked at me and he said, he goes, oh, my bad. <laughs> all right. I, said, I got you beat. We don't have a kitchen table. I got you beat. I, I got, we got four of us. Go ahead. Okay. I got you. I got four. Yeah. We're living in two rooms. Yeah. We have a porta potty in our front yard, which is now the homeless people's <laughs> bathroom. Because at three in the morning, there's a fucking line. There's a line. There's a usual porta potty. I pulled up from the no. store one night, buzzed as fuck, and I the Uber drops me off, and there's two dudes standing in my front yard waiting to use Wait, your porta potty. And I go, hey, what's this? And they're like, there's a fucking line. And I was like, <laughs> no, this is my house. Everybody, the fuck out. Like, oh my god, you can't use my porta potty. Big fan of Opie though, so I had to, I had to bring you a nice little. Oh, Jesus. I heard you were about to tell a story about oh, going God. off the wagon, though. So. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Hey, I'm hey, 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 blow? <laughs> not, not here on me right now. Yeah, the phone's for the bedding. Yes, sir. I'm going to be a little bottle of Macallan 12. I figure, wow. are you allowed to have I'll take a sip here? Is yeah. that allowed to happen? I don't know. Well, I don't Artie, know if I would you, do it in front of Artie. I'm going to do it in front right. of Artie. Well, I just want to see what happens. This is a great social experiment. You know what? Let's see what happens. Cue up some sounds of a motorcycle crash. I ride in trucks now, Vic, okay? Jason, if I take a sip of that right now, by tomorrow morning at 9, I'll be running guns to Cuba. <laughs> I'll be with him. I had a dream one time. My, my One of my best friends was this Jewish chick, Stacy. Huh? And, and she explained a lot about Judaism that I didn't know. But yeah. anyway, the dream, the dream is... <laughs> The dream is we're in an office and it's like she's all in cubicles and she just stands up. Her hair is all frizzied out. And she's like, is anybody going to temple? <laughs> is anybody going to temple? Like real whiny. Anybody? 
anybody, anybody, <laughs> is anybody going to temple? And I literally run over to her, and as I get to her, she walks away from me, and she gets in a stairwell, still screaming at the top of her lungs. Are you listening? Is anybody going to temple? So I get her in the stairway, and I go, Stacy. And then all of a sudden, this dude in a white, white like button-down short sleeve sh- shirt yeah. and khakis gets in between us, and he goes, whoa, 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 wake up. You'll get it. And I wake up. And I'm like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? What is that? I literally, I, I literally great wake my wife up. I'm like, you're never going to believe the dream I just had. She's like, I don't want to hear your stupid fucking dream. So I call Stacy because she lives in Denver. She's awake. She just had a kid. And I was like, I'm going to tell her my dream. And as I call her, I hear my cat going. Oh, is the cat. My the brain whole time. was hearing the cat yeah. and yeah. translating it into a Jewish person going, <laughs> is, is anybody going to temple? <laughs> This explains all the black dude dreams. It's just my dog. Real talk, real talk, real talk. I was in rehab with uh, with Lawrence Taylor once, and he's he's talked about it. So it's public. It was those group therapies. Oh my god! Wow. Uh, he would talk, and I talk about. Uh, all I want to say was, why are we in the four three defense against? <laughs> <laughs> That's all you wanted to know. What the fire was eight grand? <laughs> we, we got at least four or five months left. I, I was making up timeouts yesterday just so, so I could uh, get a break from the kids. <laughs> Have you ever bad? Dude, I was in Aspen with my kids one my, time. My son's like, what did I do wrong? I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, you were putting them in timeout? Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> we, were, we were tired, bro. Oh, we were tired. Man. What I, you he's got, looking at me. He's six now. So he's, he, you know, he's smart. Yeah, he finally, he's finally smart. He's like, what the fuck did I do wrong? I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Mexican guys doing the place? Yeah. yeah. No. What do you got? We got Eastern European, some dirty oh, Russians, strong, some dirty fucking Mexicans, man. That, Mexi- that Mexicans better. Oh, well, yeah. definitely. Where you you live on yeah. over the west, so it's all you got an opportunity to get a just, good team. Just ranchero music playing, and then just them talking and giggling. It just puts me to sleep, man. <laughs> I can sleep so good to that. <laughs> and they don't they don't know what I do for a living. Like they don't see like all right. they see is me. Basically, all they see is me doing a podcast. But they don't know I'm doing a podcast. They just see me walking dudes into this back room for an hour, oh and then coming God. out giggling like that was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, maricon, huh? People always say Mexicans are loud. You're the first person I heard say bring some Mexican so I can get some sleep. Fucking love Mexicans. Talk over my head, please. My more. new favorite people of color. Nice. Mexicans? Oh. Wait, favorite? Always well, Blacks Mexicans. are number two. Blacks whoa, are number two. Whoa, two. Well, you guys can be a bit much. Well, maybe a- <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. If you can-